Greetings and welcome to Remnant Speaks. I'm your host, the Reverend Dr. Coach J, coming at you live from Remnant Fellowship. Remnant Speaks is a ministry platform that focuses on helping generational leaders understand the struggles of young adults. Remnant Speaks also provides young adults with the opportunity to drink from the well of wisdom of mature Christian adults. So if you're interested in understanding young adults who are the largest demographic in the world, or if you're simply trying to understand why the largest demographic in the world doesn't attend church, I urge you to stay tuned. Amen? Amen. During all Remnant Speak podcasts, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns you want to express, you can text me at 833-736-2851 and we will do our best to address them. Remnant Speaks is always blessed by your thoughts and we ask that you invite your friends to listen in or send in topics you wish to have me speak on. Remnant Speaks is more about dialogue than monologue. Also, I'm told it's better to listen to Remnant Speaks while driving in your car or cleaning up your house or just sitting around kicking it. The topics and subjects you hear on Remnant Speaks comes to me by way of uh, spiritual revelations, other times by general revelation. And then there are times when they come to me by way of extemporaneous conversations I have with people in my world. Once a thought is germinated in my mind, I have to begin to think about it in terms of what do other people think about this same topic? So I've been blessed with a group of young adults I call my two crew at Fountain Elementary. Ham, Sam, Dunn, and H, the two crew. They give me their honest opinion while humbly obliging me by answering my many questions that lead me to think deeper and more soberly about these things that come to my mind and how do they affect young adults. I don't know if they know it or not, and I don't know if they know how thankful I am that they put up with me asking all my research questions, but I thank God that they do. Now, I'm not supposed to give shout outs, but Ham, Sam, Dunn, and H, y'all got minds. But I also got the dopest principal in Clayton County, the captain, my captain, Captain Kirk. She is the best principal that I've ever had. And I've been doing this thing for about 35 years. Oh, and I can't forget about my dog team, AP, Ruth. I had a conversation with someone that mentioned a word that brought me to this particular podcast. They said, for marriage to be successful, 
you have to apply the principles of marriage. Now, we were talking about marriage, but marriage wasn't the term that struck me strange. It was the term principle. Not in Miss Kurt being principle, not P-A-L, but P-L-E. Now, the term principle is a fundamental truth or a doctrine that serves as the foundation for a system of belief or behavior. Or, or it's like a, a linking chain of reasoning. In other words, when an individual is not quite sure as to what to do or how to do it, leaning on a principle provides confidence, belief, and faith that you are making a good decision when you're not sure about the decisions you are making because the principle is trustworthy. So the central question for this podcast is, what are some principles of Christ we are to live by? What are some principles of Christ we are to live by? There are universal principles that govern the world, principles that govern nature. We have our own personal lives that is governed by some type of principle, cultural principles. And there's relationship principles. And there are biblical principles that if we apply them, Every person, regardless of culture, background, age, education, social status, they will bring us insight to improve our lives. Principles will. Consequently, individuals can become equipped to make wise choices, better decisions, and avoid pitfalls. So I came up with 12 Christian principles, but I thought that was too many. So I reduced the principles down to three. Then you know how we do. We start spiritualizing stuff, you know, one for the Father, one for the Son, one for the Blessed Holy Spirit, (laughs) one for the Blessed Holy Spirit. You know, we always got to spiritualize. But when I thought about it, I really came up with seven principles. And here are my seven principles. But here's my problem. Do I do one podcast on all seven principles or do I do seven podcasts on each principle? I don't know. What do you think? Do I do one on all seven or do I do seven for each one? Text me at 833-736-2888. Five, one, and let me know what you think. When I asked my two crew members the number one principle they attempted to apply to their lives was do unto others as they do unto you. So that's kind of like the number one. Now the rest of them are in no particular uh, order. There's no priority to them. But there's another one that people like to stick to and that's about giving and the text that kind of sticks with giving 
is in Acts 20, 35. In everything I did, I showed you that by this kind of hard work, we must help the weak, remembering the words of our Lord Jesus himself that said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. There's another principle about forgiving. And that comes from Matthew 6.12. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespassed against us. That's a tough one. Then there's another one about living by faith. And that comes out of Hebrews 11.6. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. Because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he is a rewarder of those who earnestly seek him. Now, this is another one that most people live by or say that they live by, and that's loving. And that comes out of John 13, verses 34 and 35. A new commandment I give you, Jesus says. Love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. The sixth one is about how we live. And I got this one from 1 John chapter 1, verse 7. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. And last but not least, there are some people that live on the understanding and the power of prayer. And that comes from Philippians 4, 6. Do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Those are the seven principles that I came up with. But again, I'm not sure if you want to hear one podcast on all seven or seven podcasts identifying each one. Give me a call and let me know what you think. Well, while you're thinking about it, I want to touch on the principle of doing unto others as you would have them do unto you. It appears that the doing unto principle is the primary principle that many tend to attempt to live by. Yet, it appears that this primary principle is much harder to do than it is to say. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you is better known as the golden rule. It identifies you as a true child of the king. Now, just because you speak, pray, wear crosses, study the Bible, even go to church religiously. But that doesn't necessarily identify you as a child of the king. You have to be able 
to do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Only do what Christ tells you to do because only what you do for Christ will last. I grew up with the understanding that do unto others as they do unto you meant if someone hits you, <laughs> you're supposed to hit them back. <laughs> I don't know if you grew up with that, but that, that's a cultural principle that they overlaid a spiritual principle. But as I matured physically, emotionally, intellectually, but more importantly, I matured spiritually. I realized I had to put away childish things in order to pick up the cross of Christ. It was time out for the little immature head games people were playing. I realized I was doing to others what they were doing to me without considering what God required of me. And that's the kicker. I realized I was doing to others what they were doing to me without considering what God required of me. If I do unto others, you do unto others what you do unto me, what do I gain from it? Why is it so hard for us to do unto others as they do unto us? I got just a couple of thoughts because we don't have enough faith. That if someone slaps us on one cheek, we will not turn, turn the other cheek because we don't have enough faith to believe that God will fight our battles. It's hard for us to do unto others as we would have them do unto us because we don't trust that if someone takes our coat, that we're supposed to give them our shirt. Because God will give us twice as much when we do what he tells us to do. He did it for Job. Gave him twice as much. It's hard for us to do unto others as we would have them do unto us. Because if we gave to everyone who asked, and if anyone takes what belongs to us, we are not to ask for it back. But we can't do that because we still don't believe that God got us. And they can never take God away from us. They can never separate us from the love of God. So all these other temporal things, including money, these temporal things, houses and land, the little gold chain that you wear around your neck, if they take it, let them have it. You don't have to ask for it back. God will give you what you need. God got us. God is our supply. Do to others as you would have them do to you. When we exchange violence for violence, bruh, it only leads to more violence. An eye for an eye. Yeah? That only leads to blind and everybody having no sight. A tooth for a tooth leaves everybody hungry because we can't eat. And I like what Martin King once said. Darkness can't drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. 
Only love can do that. Don't do unto others what you wouldn't want done unto you. Instead, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. I hope this podcast has been a blessing to you. May I ask you to be a blessing to Remnant without you thinking it's all about money? Remnant wants to do ministry. And unfortunately, to do ministry, it does require money. So any financial support you offer is greatly appreciated and will only be used for the upbuilding of God's kingdom. To bless Remnant financially, you can go to remnantatl at gmail.com and press the PayPal donate button. Or if you have the cash app, you can use dollar sign remnant fellowship 17. Lastly, you can mail your tax deductible gift to remnant fellowship 2045 Mount Zion road number sign 400 Morrow, Georgia 30260 or even better than that. You can come gather with the remnant every Sunday at 10.45 a.m. at Fountain Elementary School, 5215 West Street, Forest Park, Georgia, 30297. This has been your host, the Reverend Dr. Coach J, signing off until another day. Now, by the grace of God and the sweet communion of His Holy Spirit, may it rest, rule, and abide in you, henceforth now, and forevermore. Amen. Amen. Amen.